Well, Badger fans, we are 1-0. But is it a 1-0 with a bit of an asterisk against a Buffalo team we, I think we expected to have a little bit of an easier way with? Let's talk about it on today's Locked on Badgers. You are Locked on Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, Badger fans? Welcome to today's therapy session of Locked On Badgers. I'm your host, Ryan Herrings. I got Rajiv over there on Wisconsin. As always, thank you for tuning in. Today's episode brought to you by the Game Time app. Create an account. Use the code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. And we are here with our first therapy session of the year. And that means we get to play this. We haven't played this in a while. Hey, Doc, I need to talk about it. My head is going to explode. What the heck just happened? It's the therapy session on Locked On Badgers. Rajiv, um, it, like this was an interesting game. And you and I had both picked Wisconsin, our Buffalo to cover. Like neither of us expected, uh, if you go back to the show, neither of us expected a 45 to 7 game. That being said, it still felt like the, the start was a little less than desirable. Where, where are you at after kind of this first game, the first experience of the fickle Longo era? <clears throat> yeah, listen, I think it's it's okay. I mean, we're okay. We got the victory. That's number one most important thing. This is the first game of all these new players, Mordecai quarterback, Longo in the offense. We were bound to see some hiccups, and we did see some hiccups. But a win is a win, and clearly what we, we expected the running game to be great. It was great. That That's fantastic. There are holes. There are things that maybe we weren't really expecting to go wrong that went wrong defensively here and there, interceptions here and there. But Look, I think that overall, we wanted to get the victory. We wanted to do it well, and we want to learn more about our team. I think we've done that. I think we're okay. I mean, certainly there is a lot of room for improvement here. This is by no means a great product. And if we play like that against Big Ten teams, we're going to struggle. So we obviously have to improve, and I think we will. But overall, it's okay. I don't think there's any reason to panic. I also don't think there's any reason to get too excited. I just feel like it's, it's kind of status quo for me right now. Um, there are things I like, there are things I didn't like, and we're going to get into those things, but overall I'm okay. We're one and oh, and that's really all that matters. I think that's a good take. Uh, I mean, I really, and I've talked about it. We've talked about it. Uh, other people brought it up too. I don't want to take all the credit for this. There's a lot of change. There's going to be some hiccups. Like it, some of this should have been expected. And I think we got a little carried away with the hype train yeah. collectively, right? Cause we're fans and I get that's okay too. It's Okay. Um, you still beat a team <clears throat> handily. No, you didn't cover. And listen, it's not a good team. Buffalo is not a a great team, but they're also not a terrible team. This is a team that won, you know, they were over 500 last year. They won a bowl game. They have a returning quarterback. They have some nice pieces. It's okay. To your point, it's okay. Um, that being said, let's, let's pivot a little bit to some things that maybe aren't okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I want to go next. I want to start with – I, and listen, we've talked about it. I don't want to be a dead horse, but I don't feel like there was very many disruptive plays from the front seven. Um, I, I, like, it, it, there not was only, there. not only not disruptive, it was pretty poor at times. I mean, we, I, I, I'm, I'm looking at the stats. How many rushing yards did we give up? Um, I'm just trying to find it now, but 122. So it's not horrible, but. It just looked like we were just kind of getting gashed, get gashed a little bit up front. And I thought that, I mean, look, we, we clearly had two down linemen. We got our four linebackers out there, five defensive backs, the two, four, five system. 
I really didn't like the way that looked a lot of the game. We made plays. We're clearly a better team. But, I mean, there's definitely some issues there. <clears throat> so, first of all, just pursuit and running the ball. I thought we, that was bad. We missed tons of tackles. Oh, my goodness. Now, that first game situations, I, I'm okay with that. If that continues in, in Washington State, we're, we're going to lose. We cannot have missed tackles like that, especially from a, a few key players. But overall – I thought our penetration on the D-line was not good. I thought our outside linebackers really weren't penetrating and, and, and disrupting, you know, the blocking schemes uh, of Buffalo. And that that really hurt us. And they, they kind of owned us in, in certain aspects of that game. And, yeah, it, it was that was a hole that I feel like, you know, we need to shore up quickly. I expect that to get better. I expect it. Look, it's a new scheme for everyone, right? So there's going to be some ups and downs. But, yeah, I think defensive line, definitely a concern that we talked about before, and it's kind of rearing its head a little bit. Yeah, Tyler Streber says run defense was awful. We got gashed. If this was Michigan, they would have ran for 400 yards. Mm. Yeah, I agree. If we had Michigan week one with this level of, of execution, mm. it would have been an issue. Luckily, we got Buffalo, so we can work some of this out. Um, here's here's the thing where I'm at. I think some of this gets better with the season. Like, I think – Let's let's just call it what it is. Kamoy Latou was was not good in this oh, game. He gosh. missed four or five tackles. I think some of that is just being overhyped. Like I think yep. that can get better mm -hmm. as the season goes on. Where I'm concerned, Rajiv, is I don't know if the the defensive line itself is not going to get better as the season goes on. I don't think, right? Because you're not getting anybody else in. That's a a talent. I don't want to say talent deficit, but like missed tackles are something that I think can get better. I don't know if we're suddenly going to find a way to create penetration with our defensive line as the season goes on. I, I think you're right about that, but I do believe that when the, the, the linebackers in general, I didn't think really played that well today. I think my grade for them is going to be a bit lower, but so if that improves, I think they can kind of fill those gaps, right? So, you know, with the outside linebackers, the inside linebackers, I think Turner had an okay, okay game. Sadly, the targeting thing happened, but Muma had an okay game. They were just kind of, they were quiet. There wasn't a lot of movement there. There wasn't a lot of disruptive plays, like you mentioned. That, I think, can improve. I think with our entire linebacking crew getting better, playing more downhill, you know, obviously needing to get, you know, get off the ball better, needing to, to disrupt plays better, get penetration, all that can get better. But, yes, I think there is a, an issue here with the D-line. Is it, do you think it's scheme-related? I mean, the two down linemen, I don't, I don't love that, but – I don't really know how that's really going to play out, but yeah, I mean, th this is, this is definitely a question mark, but I think the linebackers though are going to be fine. We have really good linebackers um, outside a little bit of a question, but I, I think if those guys simply play better, we're going to be okay. That being said, we're not going to see the run defense that we've seen in previous years because without Keanu Benton, you don't have that anchor up front. You are, you've really lost a huge piece of it. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point. Uh, and there's no replacing Benton. It's unfair to expect uh, Paez or anyone else in the roster to replace that. Uh, Isaiah Mullins missed a game with an injury today. But listen, he's not – that's not the difference between a, a, a mediocre run defense and a great run defense, let's be honest. Uh, Rajiv, let's, let's pivot a little bit to Mordecai because mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of comments in that. And then next segment, we're going to get into a lot of those comments. What did you think of Tanner Mordecai in today's game? Well, I thought he was all right. I mean, the two picks, one of the, the first pick was really bad. I mean, that just was a bad misread. It should have been a pick six, truthfully. I mean, I think that could have been a, a game-changing situation there. Obviously, they didn't score on that drive. But 
you know, I think overall, and I know a lot of people are commenting on the fact that, you know, we didn't really throw the ball downfield. And we talked about that during the game a little bit on our discord. I, I, I'm, I'm not really overly concerned about that because you know that Longo's not really pulling out all the stops right now. Right. I mean, we're not going to lay out everything on film that we have. We did what we have to do to win. Um, yeah, I think we wanted to go downfield a little more there. You got to give their, their guys credit. They, they played good coverage. And I think that, you know, Mordecai was a little conservative. He didn't really want to throw the ball downfield and put the ball in situations that, that could have, you know, got had more turnovers. He checked down a lot, and I think that's okay. The decision-making overall for Mordecai, I was okay with. Overall quality and, and, and risk-taking, yeah. I mean, it was a little down, but it's first game. It doesn't, it doesn't really bother me. If we see him play like this against Wazoo, Georgia Southern, then I think we have, we have problems because he's going to need to air it out more. He's going to need to take more risks. But I like the sort of tempered, you know, way that he's playing. I like the fact that he checked down a lot because that's good decision-making. He knew where his outlet was and he did that a lot. Things were covered downfield. He didn't want to take a chance. Okay. Overall, he didn't have a great game, but he also, I don't think he had a poor game. He threw the ball fairly well. I think his overall throwing, let's say this, I'm comfortable with him at quarterback and I'm comfortable with our season with that guy because he clearly has experience it's all just part of this new system, right? It's going to take time for Longo to, to implement everything, for all the guys to implement it to everything and all those players to gel together. But there were some pops of good things. I mean, we saw some pretty good receiver play. I think Walt Pauling is, is a guy who's going to really have an impact. Some some other receivers weren't necessarily having their greatest game, Skylar Bell. But I think overall, I'm okay with it. I, I think that there are issues with, with what we saw today, but not anything that I'm really concerned about long-term because – it's going to take time for this system to, to go into place. And I think Longo is going to continue to add things every week. That's, that's going to surprise people. He didn't want to put it on film today. Yeah. Tavante Bowie said dink and dunk all day, pretty much there. There was a lot more just dump it down than I thought we would have. I know Justin in a pregame show talked about get, ripping off more 15 to 30 yard passes. We saw a little bit of that, not as much as I thought we would. Um, but to your point, like you do, do you want to just trying to be conservative is, do you think that's what he was doing? I don't know if it was – so I'm excited to go back and rewatch the game. I don't know if it was a play-calling thing, like if Buffalo really shut that down, if Mordecai was more conservative, um, or if or if there were shots downfield and Mordecai just didn't put the ball where it needed to be. Like I, I definitely want to go back and rewatch and see what we can see there. It didn't feel like – listen, let's be real. Buffalo is not the 2001 Miami team. Like Ed Reed is not back in that secondary. It feels like there should have been some shots you could have yes. exploded downfield, right? And for whatever reason, I mean, Braylon Allen caught seven passes in the flat. That's not going to be a winning formula against better teams on the schedule. It, it was plenty good enough against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, that can't be the offense we see for the rest of the year. And, and I know that we had several of our uh, guys maybe listening now or people in our Discord that were at the game that were talking about it. And I'm curious from their opinions that could see the All-22, you know, was there separation really being gained by our receivers? Obviously, we can't really see all that much about what's going on in the secondary so I'm curious about like was were, were the routes not really crisp um, or was Mordecai simply not taking the chances? Were, was the coverage really good? So anyone who was at the game, please you know put put in the comments and, and let us know if you have thoughts on that because that that I think is really a question mark and like what's going to happen. But receivers, what, what what do you think about the receivers out there? What what did you see today? Well, let's get into that next. We got to take a break on the show. Um, for Thurban Campbell says, when did we resign Mertz? Like that no, is not man. the comment. <laughs> All I'll say is that is not the comment you hope to see after week one of Buffalo. Um, Let's take a quick pause, come back, talk about the receivers, talk about 
maybe some of the weird decisions Buffalo made and then get into a bunch of your comments next on Lockdown Badgers. But first, today's show is brought to you uh, by our good friends over at Game Time. I've talked about the Game Time app a lot. It is what we use to find tickets. It is the fastest growing ticket app in America. It is what Rajiv, Justin, and I will use for the Ohio State game. And you no longer have to stress thinking a month, two months, six months in advance to get the right tickets. Game Time has incredible flash deals, wonderful tickets uh, at the best prices with pictures that show you exactly what your seat is going to look like when you purchase it. Um, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. And it's not just sports, it's concerts, it's comedy, it's theater. Game Time has it all. They have the best deals. And if you get uh, a ticket later on something else, there's 110% price guarantee on Game Time. So if you buy another ticket in the same row, same spot, uh, and you are able to get it cheaper, Game Time will give you the discount. They will give you the 110% Game Time guarantee. It is one of the reasons they are the best ticket app in the country. Um, buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you are set to go. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you no longer have to dig through email, which I always do because my email is crazy confusing. Um, the Game Time has it all covered. Simple, easy to use, save money, better tickets, better prices. What more could you possibly want? Uh, Snake the tickets without the stress on Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account. Use code Lockdown College for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code Lockdown College, get twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Game Time. All right, let's bring everybody back in here. Let's get into. Definitely want to get into some of your comments as well. Um, Rajiv, you had a great question. What do you think about the receivers? I mean, it's impossible to start without talking about the Skyler Bell drop. Like if we're talking about the receivers, not listen. There, there's there's moments in games that don't matter because it's Buffalo. But if that's a game against Iowa, if if we're in Kinnick, if we're playing Minnesota, if we're playing Ohio State, that's a game losing drop. That is an inexcusable drop for an upperclassman receiver. Um, not to mention the fact that later in that drive we threw an interception. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. I mean, that swung the game in in a sense. That first half was close, and it was close partially because Skylar Bell dropped the easiest pass you could potentially drop. That that's a terrible drop for Skylar Bell. So, um, in that sense, it's disappointing. I thought I thought Pauling looked really well. Like he looked explosive. He looked like the guy we thought he would be. Um, CJ Williams had a moment where he just ran out of bounds inexplicably. Like that is a, a something you can't do. Um, and, and aside from that, it was hard to tell. Like right, I mean, we didn't really test him downfield. Bryson Green. Had a couple short opportunities, and mm-hmm. I don't know what you would expect him to do with those. So, I would say like a almost an incomplete grade. I don't feel like we really we really pushed the the envelope much on the outside. Yeah, agreed. I think it's kind of a it's hard. It's too. It's really hard to say kind of you know what kind of grade you'd give them, and there's not much of a sample size. Not really seeing what was happening in the secondary. Were they getting separation or not? Um, overall, though, I, I think the receiving core looks good. I mean, we're clearly going to have a strong group there. Uh, Bryson Green just looks I – mean, he he's going to be really good. A couple of those balls that Mordecai threw were too low. That was unfortunate. Uh, but, look, Skyler Bell. I mean, you know I love Skyler Bell. But, wow, oh, wow. That changed Mordecai's stat line, right? He would have had two touchdowns and probably one interception had that not had, – had he just caught that ball. Um, that was rough. Now, it was a great throw, and it was a great route. So, let's, let's you say that at least getting in that position to be able to catch an automatic touchdown right there is great. So good, good, good on that. Um, but yeah, overall jury's still out on the receivers. We don't know what we're going to see. I need to see more out of the passing game. No doubt. I'm not saying that I'm completely okay with it. I, look, I'm happy that we won. A win is a win. That's what we have to do. It's game one. Nothing's going to be perfect. We can't be, we don't, we didn't want to be in a situation where it was a close game. It wasn't. 
Um, we did okay. We didn't. We weren't in a situation where special teams really mattered. Although Vakos played fine, he he made all his kicks, so good on that. Punting was a little bit, a little bit out there, but overall, it's fine. We need to see more, right? This is this cannot be how it is over all all year as far as the receiving core goes. But I think that will gel. Mordecai, Longo, and all these receivers they need more time. They need game time. Actual game time is so different than just work on the practice field, right? So. Now you're really going to get into the thick of it, and there's gonna, they're going to be laying down more plays. So I'm okay with it overall. I agree on the incomplete. I do think that um, Green is going to be great, and Pauling, really important yeah. piece, really important piece. I want to throw this up here. Um, and I always – listen, we always – and Rajiv will talk about this. I talk about this. We always appreciate different opinions. Like, call us out if you think we're wrong. As long as it's yeah. done respectfully, uh, we're all about it. Because so we are wrong a lot. Yeah, look, I'm going to show before today uh, how wrong I was on last year's team. Like, it's all good. <laughs> Tony P says, stop it, Rajiv. You are just covering for a bad Tanner Mordecai. I, I mean, maybe, maybe. Maybe it's just wishful thinking because I just don't want to believe that. that I, I guess because it's Buffalo and we won, I'm okay with their not, having, not being a perfect game. Yes. Could he have been better? Absolutely. Should he have been better? Absolutely. As long as he gets better, though, it's okay. As long as the team plays better at Washington State next week, then we're okay. I expect that to happen. And I think that's where my perspective is coming from. I don't expect this to continue. I don't expect the the low throws. I mean, it's jitters. It's first game. Like I know he played at SMU, and he has a lot of experience, but he's playing in the conference now. He's playing for a new team and a new system. New, everyone knew around him. There were there were there were good and bad. He has to get better. And yes, maybe I am covering for him because I, I want to believe that everything that, that that we we thought about this guy is going to happen, and he's going to be fantastic. And I still think he will. And he didn't play horrific. I mean, we won. We're okay. A win is a win. That's all that really matters. So uh, Jeff Olson says agree with Rajiv. So he's there with you. I will say though, Rajiv, I'd push back a tiny bit. I don't think a win is a win is enough against Buffalo. Like if you if you were playing Iowa. A win is a win works. Against Buffalo, one touchdown, two interceptions isn't good enough. And I'm not I, – I hear what you're saying. I don't think you're you're disagreeing with that. Um, it's also first game though, right? So, I mean, it's like it's hard to really judge so much on game one. And, look, uh, believe me, if, if he plays like that against Washington State, I will be much more critical. I just feel like it's first game. Like, let's see how, let's see how this progresses, right? Listen, he'll we'll lose. Can I just say that? If he plays like that against Washington State yeah. – he- We'll lose against Washington State. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And I will come on here and say that's that that's that it's Mordecai's fault. But I don't think that's going to happen. Right. Um. We're, this is a good point from Ryan. Justin was actually the wrongest, and he ain't here. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> right. Like he was actually the wrongest here. So, um. And I'm going to use the word wrongest because Ryan used it. Speaking of wrong, can we yeah. talk about Desmalusi a little bit? Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I'll take that one. I, I said specifically, um, speaking about bad takes, I said, because there was a there was a question a couple months ago, and I remember specifically taking it. Somebody said, How many yards is Malusi gonna have? And I said, I don't know how good he actually is. Like, I feel like he's kind of a just a meh number two guy. He looked great today. I, I think that might have been one of my worst takes. He looked explosive, he looked decisive. Um, not to mention the fact that he was really good in, between the tackles. He made a couple people miss. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a bad – I think Malusi looked – he might have been the best player on offense today. He looked amazing. He looked I – mean, I'll tell you what, Brady Collins has done a number on that guy. He looks big. He looks strong. He's came coming off that injury. 
I'm very, very impressed. I do want to say hello to my wife who's listening from Boise, Idaho right now, her friends. So hello. Um, I'm in Japan, by the way. So it's calling in from Japan in the morning. Um, so listen, the running game, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, nine yards of carry, I believe, is the final number from, from collectively as a group. Um, Malusi was had 12 yards of carry, obviously ripped off that huge play. Um, yeah, listen, you have those two guys in the backfield. And what I really liked is that we didn't just use them running the ball. They, they caught balls out of the backfield, which is great. I mean, I think they said multiple times that Braylon Allen broke his own record for, you know, number of times he, he caught the ball in a game. That's important, right? I mean, that's just more weapons that Mordecai has. And what an incredible tool to have those guys in the backfield. As we talked about running into six man, seven man boxes, you can see the difference, right? You're not seeing three to four yards of carry. You're seeing nine yards of carry. And, and Braylon got had a bit of a slow start, but then look what he did in the second half, just coming on so strong, just incredible stuff by them. And give credit to the O-line too. They played really well. Um, you know, Mordecai was never really under a ton of pressure. I mean, there, there were some things here and there, but the running game, it's driven by that O-line. They did a great job today. And that's what happens when you can spread these guys out. There's no way they could put eight or nine men in the box. And that had a huge impact. Incredible. I think Ches Malusi, my player of the game, for sure. I mean, he just absolutely, that, that run, a really important part of the game where we really needed to score to kind of separate ourselves and take control of the game. And my goodness, did he ever stop, start, slow, acceleration, cutting here and there, just really good. It reminds you that the strength of our team is still right behind the quarterback. And that's a really, really important thing that we are going to use all year. And it will help. It will absolutely make us successful. Yeah. And I'll give you credit here, Rashid. You had called that a couple weeks ago, talking about how strong the running game is still going to be, how mm. you went under on Tanner Mordecai in a couple areas because you talked about Malus. You talked about Allen. That was something you were more on than I was. Um, and it looks like, listen, we're only one game in. It's probably early to make definitive statements, but it looks like you're dead on with that one. The thing with Malusi, too, is that that play was blocked up for 20, 30 yards, and he got another 50 himself with, with a couple of great cuts. So my, my cap is off, figuratively and literally, literally with uh, Malusi. He looked great today. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, come back. We're going to give out a couple grades, and then we're just going to bang through a bunch of your comments. Um, and really excited to hear what you guys are going to say. P down in the comments says, dude, I said Malusi was going to be a stud. Yeah, uh, you were right, at 100%. Like, he looked uh, – he looked incredible. He looked like a different running back today than he did last year. And maybe that's the scheme. Maybe it's spreading it out. But if that's what we get this year, it's it's not a 1A, 1B. It's a 1A, 1A type situation. Two, two number one backs in, in, with that offensive line, with those receivers keeping it spread out. I mean, in this, in this system, oh, man, yards per carry. Just watch that number throughout the year. Yards per carry. Incredible. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break for our friends of the show. Come back. Let's talk. Uh, some grades for this for this game, and then we're going to get into your comments and just continue chopping it up. Week one is here. We are one and zero Badger fans. Let's not lose sight of that. All right, coming up next on Lockdown Badgers. But first, a quick break for friends of the show. Plus, if you have a chance, I put the link to our Discord. Somebody had mentioned, uh, "How do I join the Discord?" I put the link in the chat. I'll put it in there again. Come join the Discord. We had a great chat going today. It's just a community of Badger fans. It's free. It's just talking Badgers. Plus, beer, hunting, fishing, video games. No gophers, no politics, everything else goes. So on Wisconsin, I'll put that into the chat. All right, let's get Rajiv back on here. And let's just get some comments. Rajiv, I want to start here uh, from T-Streams. The two deserves an F. And this is something we talked about before the season in terms of the safety group, right? We talked about Blaylock and Wohler and Latou. And this is the best, maybe best group on the team. 
not only Latou is terrible. Let's just like he missed four or five tackles in the first half. He got burned on that touchdown pass early in the first half. Um, he gave up another reception for a first down in the second half. Blaylock gave up a touchdown in the second half. Not only Latou, like the other than Wooler had a good game, but is it just a Wooler show at this point in the safety room? I mean, let's say this. I I really hope it was first game first game generator of the season. I really hope that is not what we see because we had a lot of promise in that safety group. Safety is going to D for me, no doubt. I mean, Latou does get enough. A Wooler brings it up a little bit, but my goodness, I mean, they abused us. I really feel like I mean, nothing worked. Nothing worked. And every single time I saw thirteen on defense do anything, it was not it was not good. And I I mean. I like Latou's game. I think he brings a lot, but my goodness, it was bad. We cannot miss tackles. Can you imagine if we, like, you know, there were some teams in the conference that let off with Big Ten teams, right? And Minnesota had to play Nebraska. And there were, if we had to start with a Big Ten team, oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. that cannot happen. We we can't be missing that many tackles. So, yeah, Latou and the safety is not good. And, and I would even say the secondary, I mean, Alexander Smith, I think, looked good. But overall, they just – they were just not on it. And, I mean, Smith did get burned for that long play um, on Buffalo's first touchdown drive. That, that didn't look good. So, yeah, we need to clean up a lot of things back there. Overall, not very good look from the secondary. Yeah, it's interesting, and I think that's a great point. If we had played a better team, those missed tackles really come back to haunt us. Mm-hmm. Um, I, to me, it felt like Latou's stuff – and, again, we've already kind of talked about it. That felt like first game jitters a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. he was just flying up overly aggressive like just mm-hmm. clean it up a little bit uh iconic mystic says people need to calm down with saying the season's over stop the negativity i'm not saying we're amazing we have stuff to work on but we won don't forget that and we did end up winning relatively handily i mean this wasn't a 24 to 20 game yeah i mean it's one of these things where you just have to say you know like if it, it we, we, it's one of these we have to wait till next week right we won that's what matters we're one or no so when we go to washington state if we play like this we will lose 100 percent but I don't expect us to play like this. I think we're going to clean up things. I mean, the coaches learned a lot today, right? The coaches know what they need to focus on. I think, I mean, we've been talking about this team for months and this we, for three hours, we actually get to watch them. So now we can really understand like where were the holes they're going to work on them. You know, there's going to be scheme changes. You know, there's going to be personnel here and there. I think things, things obviously have to adjust, but this is every team. You can look down the entire top 25 today and other than a handful of teams, everyone had bad games. I mean, not everyone, but there, there were definitely situations where everyone's going to have issues week one. This is not a surprise. So what's going to happen? You know, this is why I think both of us took Buffalo to cover because it doesn't always work week one. And that's okay as long as week two is a lot better. That's the big thing here. That's my big takeaway is what we saw today is not great. If it doesn't improve, we have problems. If it does improve, then we're fine. I mean, I think, and I expect it to. There's really no reason that it that it really that it shouldn't. Let me go to this comment from Bo Dragon here, Rajiv. Other than running backs, not one player stood out against Buffalo. That's not good. Um, give me some players that maybe outside of the running backs did stand out to you, because I don't think this comment. I think Bo Dragon isn't completely off. I think there mm-hmm. there were a lot of spots that did stand out. Uh, but for me, Tucker Ashcraft, for example, mm-hmm. and hoping that he's healthy, I thought he looked really good. Um, yeah. I thought Tanner Gordon Leedy played a, a really good game overall, getting downfield on some of the running game, uh, mm-hmm. some of the blocks. I think Will Pauling stood out. I think Hunter Wolder stood out. Anybody mm-hmm. else I'm missing here that stood out to you outside of the running back group? 
Yeah, I mean, I was going to say Pauling and Ashcraft on op- offensively. And I think with the O-line in general, I think the O-line played fine. I wasn't really – I think Rucci had some really good blocks as well. I mean, from the tight end perspective, obviously he didn't really catch the ball, but I think he had an important piece. So overall, offensively, I think a lot of people played well, other than maybe Mordecai and a couple of the receivers. But, I mean, DK had a nice, decent game when he was targeted. So, But Ashcraft, wow, that's – we've got a buddy, a potential budding star there. I mean, yes. you know, we've got a freshman that – a, a tight end room that, that was decimated in the offseason. We just didn't have that. And look who's come out of it, right? We talked about Nowakowski. We talked about Rucci and who was going to really do it. And look at Ashcraft now. He is a big dude, by the way. Wow, that guy is a man. Um, yeah, so really good to see that. Defensively, honestly, Ryan, no one really stood out. I mean, I, I don't – my guy Muma didn't really stand out. None of, none of the linebackers really stood out to me. I mean, Wooler always stands out because he did have a couple of big hits. He played well. And Alexander Smith, I think, had an, had an okay game. And and, and and for that matter, you know, Holman, they, they, no one really – they didn't really do that much. But, yeah, I mean, nothing really stood out defensively. But offensively, I think Pauling and Ashcraft for sure are guys that, that clearly are going to be real key contributors throughout the whole year. Yeah, Ash, let's just pause on Ashcraft for a second. So, again, this is a guy that we talked about on the show. We we thought this was a guy who could play early because of his size. A lot of players, they're listed at 6'5", but they're 6'3", right? They're, Ashcraft is a guy that feels like they underlisted. They listed him at, like, he looks like he's 6'8", out there. Right? He's, he's a big go, go play for Greg Gard, buddy. I mean, my goodness. He's huge. He looks like a monster. You imagine drawing that assignment in high school last year as a high school linebacker and coach like, hey, go, go guard Tucker. Coach, I can't guard that dude. He's like 6'8". Um, I thought he stood out. I thought Turner played pretty well. I thought Chaney played. Like, Chaney had a Chaney. couple of plays. Chaney, yeah, you're right. I, I missed out that. Yeah, Chaney actually did have a good game. And I think that was, yeah, he was he was a key contributor. And he, we know he's basically a starter at inside linebacker. So, I think he will have a, a really big part moving forward. Chris McIntyre says, is it too early to say I missed the fullback? I think it's too early, Chris. Um, I think it's too early. This is one I want to bring up from Greg. Defensive line looked good at times. I thought those third and one, those fourth and one situations, yeah. like the defensive line in those situations is still real. I thought Buffalo missed the mark on those. Like they were moving the ball really well by spreading it out and running kind of that inside draw, um, you know, kind of keeping the deep. When they went power and they went tight, they had no chance. They did it three or four times. I thought they shot themselves in the foot there. But in those situations, the front seven did play really well. Yep, they did. And 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 Paez, I think, was was in the middle of a lot of that stuff. So credit to him. Yeah, I mean the short yard situations. But I also just feel like there were just too many times on first down that they got six, seven yards rushing the ball. And then they would get a first down on second down, second and four, they're they're rushing. And that that really can't happen because that's cornerstone of this team for many years. I mean, we knew when teams ran the ball against us, we were like, Yeah, you're not gonna it's fine. Just keep trying, right? Unless they were Ohio State or one of the big boys. There was nothing they were going to do. We were going to stop them. You had to you had to find another way to beat us. But today, it really looked like it was an Achilles heel for us. And I was actually concerned every time they wanted to go back and they wanted to keep running the ball because I'm thinking, boy, they gonna they're going to be able to move the ball down the field here, and that must that must stop. And I really think that's the linebackers. I mean, obviously, Paez and the linemen have to play well as well, but the linebackers need to penetrate. They need to find those gaps, and they need to disrupt these plays. That has to happen next week. Well, since he says Skylar Bell's drop ball, like yeah. they changed the whole game. That was that was that was one of those moments where I was like, I, I, I was watching it, you know, laying in bed this morning because I woke up at four thirty in the morning to watch this game here in Asia, and I was like, just screaming. I'm like, oh my gosh, Skylar Bell, how are you dropping that ball? It was so perfect. 
just walk in touchdown. Yeah, totally changed the game completely. Uh, that that's gonna be one in film study too. You just feel for the kid. I mean, at the end of the day, you gotta make plays, right? This is not a sympathy based thing, but you and, feel for and the kid. with this with this wide receiver room, we talked about like how deep these guys are. If you make plays like that, you're not going to get targeted anymore. You are gonna fall off that depth chart very quickly. And Vinny Anthony's gonna come up and take your slide. And I don't think that's gonna happen. I think Bell is gonna be there, he's gonna be a good player, but you can't have much of that because with this much talent in that room, if you're a guy that's gonna have drops. More, they're just going to stop throwing to you because there's there's many other guys there that will fill that gap. Well, forget stop throwing to you. You won't be on the field to get forgotten anyway. Yeah. Like they'll, yeah. we'll put someone else out there with this depth. Uh, this is from Commodon. I thought this was interesting because I saw this comment throughout the day as well. Quarterback does have happy feet. I thought there were moments Mordecai, I don't want to say found pressure when it wasn't there, but I expected a little bit more of the escapability and then throwing on the run. I expected a little bit more of punishing Buffalo's defense with his feet. He had that one great play in the first half where he shook out uh, Doc Luna. The I forget, that may not be the right name, but the uh, all all American linebacker. Yeah, when he when he went to the sideline, then kind of cut up and got the first down. Yeah, I mean, a lot more of that. I expected more mobility wise from Mordecai. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think we have to see what happens with him, right? I mean, it's. If we see it in two or three weeks, then yeah, we'll know there's an issue. But I agree. I expected more. And I think that, again, I'm just going to probably say first game jitters. Am I being an apologist for him? Probably. And that's fine. You can call me out for that. I think that's fair. But I really believe that this guy is where we need to be. And what and he, he, listen, if we're going to be successful, he needs to be successful. And I refuse to believe that we're not going to be successful this year. So I'm just, you know, pinning all my, my hopes and dreams on this guy and what he's going to bring us. So I just have to believe that, that, this, he will continue to get better, and whatever first game jitter issues there were are, are going to rectify themselves. Badger and Bournemouth, they don't throw the ball downfield enough. We kind of talked about this already a little yeah. bit, but it, it it feels like, again, if you're not going to push the ball, and maybe they're saving stuff. I know that comment's been in the chat. Rashid, I think you mentioned that. Yeah, I, yeah I, I believe that. I believe they, they were, yeah. They could be saving something it felt like there was a lot in the flat and then just hoping and praying that your athlete's going to make a better play than the buffalo athlete break a tackle you're not gonna you can't win with that type of offense against better athletes and even against buffalo we weren't breaking tackles really so they there, was have a comment earlier, there was a comment earlier and i don't it's probably way up the chain now but someone had mentioned about like you know we, we we want the guy to 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 make the right decision and not just force the ball into you know, more turnover situations. Cause that's maybe something that Mertz would have done. That's what the comment was roughly saying. It was a while ago, but I think that was really, it's a good point because, you know, I want the guy, like we're not, we're not in a championship game today. This is game one. Our objective is to win. So if he has to take the safer throw, I'm okay with that. And I expect, again, not having seen the all 22, not really understanding what was happening back there. I expect that he probably could have thrown the ball downfield more, but he chose to take the check down to be more conservative. And I'm okay with that in this situation because you have to play the game individually. You've got to play to win that specific game. Situations are different. Everything's going to, it's all going to be, you know, based on the situational decisions. And I like that. And I like a guy who, who knows when to check it down, who knows when to throw it away. I don't want someone forcing it because yeah, he could have thrown out the ball down the field and he could have had two more picks and then we would be complaining about that. So, you know, like, let's just take it for what it is and let's assume and, and give him the benefit of the doubt that he made the right decision. I think those guys are going to be open plenty. I think Pauling will get down the field more. I think, you know, CJ Williams was basically unheard of today. That will change. So in Bryson Green, we know he can spread the field and we know he can go up and, 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 you know, get long, long balls and really high point catches. So I think all that will improve and I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say he made those decisions on purpose 
to, 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 to be more conservative and I'm okay with it. Let me, let me push back a tiny bit. Cause I mostly agree with you, by the way, I mostly agree that I want the quarterback that's going to check in. Listen, if you get the ball in Braylon Allen's hands in the flat, I don't think that's necessarily the worst decision with the way Braylon Allen can run in the open field. However, and this is maybe more of a Phil Longo thing, but why couldn't we get a 50-50 ball to Bryson Green down the field? To your point, yeah. like his physicality, his size, his speed, that's all we've talked about this offseason. Why why not just run a vertical with him or a Chiantes or a Chimre DK, who's also over six foot, throw the ball up and say, I bet you our guy can beat your guy, right? And that's what Ohio State does. That's what Michigan does. That's what Penn State does. Oh, and I think we will. I think we will. And, and yeah, you're right. And, may, and maybe – Back in the locker room right now, Longo's talking to Mordecai and saying, look, you should have given, you should have thrown some of those. And, and Mordecai's saying, well, I just, I was trying to be conservative. And I, I believe that because I'm like, I'm not, I, I just am not, I know some people are negative about the game today. I'm not because I just feel like we, a win is a win and it's okay. And things have to improve. So yeah, I mean, you're right. We need to give those 50, 50 ball to, balls to Bryson Green because we know he's going to be able to come down with them. And if we don't see it, then there's a problem, but I think we will. I really believe that. Next week, we're going to come on the show and say, yeah, I mean, Mordecai, fantastic game, right? It's, I, I believe that. I really do. Uh, uh, Chris Hart says the amount of negative energy is unreal. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, I, this is kind of actually what I expected, more or less. I expected a game that wouldn't be perfect. And so I'm not actually that surprised by it. Um, anything, anything else, Rajiv? We're at 36 minutes. I want to get some more comments, but I want to give you opportunity. Anything else that we didn't cover that you found really interesting game one, Fickle Era? So let's quickly kind of bring up overall. I mean, I, I know there was some discussion about play calling and I, I, I'm not, not concerned about it at all. I think, like I said a couple of times, I think that it's really more situational. Um, special teams. So Bacos hit his extra points, hit his field goal. That's great. Um, Atticus looked okay. Some, some of the punts were decent, but that is going to be a problem. We had one really bad punt and we had some that were a lot shorter. Look at the difference in Buffalo special teams, right? That kicker is fantastic. That puncher, I mean, gosh, the punt that landed inside the half yard line, I thought for sure that was a touchback. You know, that's, that's something that we have to keep watching, but overall, okay. From special teams defensively though. I mean, yeah, we've talked about it. We need to be a lot better there. Um, overall, the, I think, the one thing that I'm really going to be focused on moving forward is scheme defensively. I'm really curious because we've been so used to seeing our typical, you know, three, four base, how that's going to play out, what, what those two down linemen are going to do. And then what kind of changes are we going to see? I mean, are, are we going to see a different scheme? What will the coaches have learned from this game? And when will they, will Trestle make some adjustments next week? Because we're going to need to see those adjustments, but look, overall, a win is a win. I, I, I know that's kind of cliche, but, that's really how I feel about this. And, and, you know, you have to just keep going and there's going to be hiccups. It's week one of a brand new era of college football, of Wisconsin football. And I'm here for, it and I'm okay with it. It's, it's going to, it's going to get better. By the way, if anyone here, I think I have a cricket chirping right next to me and it's going to be impossible for me to find it. So I apologize for that. Uh, no, I think I agree with you though, Rajiv, in that it's going to be really easy for people to miss the bigger point here is that you want to know to start the season. Yeah. With a new scheme, new quarterback, that that's the that's the big picture here, and that's fine. Now let's get better. Um, Jason Nowen says Kyle McCord struggled. Ohio State is beatable. Listen, I think that's an important point, not just because I think necessarily Ohio State's beatable. It's because week one's weird. Like Ohio State didn't put Indiana away for gosh sake, and we're here worried about Buffalo, right? Like they're, they're, they're on their reaction show, they're probably saying the same thing right now. They're exactly. thinking, "Oh my gosh," but it's okay. I mean, listen, by the time 
by the time they play us, they're going to be fantastic. Kyle McCord is going to be great. But yeah, this is what happens first game. It's it, You can look back at various years, look at great teams. You're going to have slow hiccups, right? I mean, you're, I mean you're, yes, a team like Oregon went out there and put up like 87 points or something today. And there, there were teams that played really well, but you know, it's okay as long as you you make your adjustments and the following week you're much better. And as long as there's steady improvement, because the season is a season within itself, right? There's going to be improvement every week and you have to see that every week because in order to, to play your best football during Big Ten season, when we get to Ohio State and Iowa, that tough stretch, when you get to the Big Ten championship, all those things, you have to be improving. You have to be playing better. So I fully expect it to just be every week we see more things. Um, but overall, another thing, I, there was a comment up here from, I don't know who it was, Reesberg or something about the running game and how we committed to the running game. That is really impressive. I mean, that the running game was so incredible today. And we are still a running team. We're going to be a running team. And when teams decide, okay, well, the only way we're going to be able to stop this is to put seven, put an extra man in the box, that's when those 50-50 balls for Bryson Green are going to come real handy. Yeah, and Luke. Uh, Luke yeah, Reisberg is, yeah, is over here too saying, I'm calling it now. They totally throw, throttled the scheme today for Buffalo. Lots of dump off screen passes. They'll unleash the scheme in Big Ten play. I think they'll definitely be more aggressive. And I want to point to something you said, and I might finish on this this take. There was early in the game, Braylon Allen looked great. Ches Milsu looked great. And on a first and 10, they went to like a play action pass and it didn't work. And then a second and 10, it kind of put them behind the sticks. And in the back of my head, I was wondering – should Longo just keep running the ball until Buffalo proves they can stop mm-hmm. it? That's kind of the point, right? You spread out the defense, and then you just run it until they they bring people into the box, and then mm-hmm. you throw it. I think we're going to see more of a shift to that. I thought Fickle tried to force the pass game a tiny – or not Fickle, Longo, the pass game a tiny mm-hmm. bit more than he had to when the running game to me was rolling. And I think that's going to be an adjustment for, for Longo here. One other thing I want your your take on is, you know, so we obviously played a tempo offense for the first time ever, was never huddled. And I think there were times where even the announcers were like, boy, it's already third down. I mean, we literally got on the field and it seemed seemingly 10 or 15 seconds later, it's third down because we moved so quickly. How do you feel about that as far as putting pressure on the defense to come right back on the field in certain situations? Because now three and outs really, I mean, they are very, very short and that defense comes right back on the field. So now when we're, already kind of on our heels from it from a run defense perspective and that happens and now it's three now and we're right back on the field that's gonna that's gonna kind of play into things overall i'm okay with it i like the tempo but what were your thoughts on that i mean i feel like it is it did put pressure on the defense when we really didn't want to do that can i tell you i was eating wings by the way this cricket is driving me nuts yeah, seriously i mean that is crazy did you hear that like it's right oh, yeah. somewhere it's driving me bananas preston brodsner says i'm looking for a cricket it wasn't there yet it's because it's next to me somewhere <laughs> There was a point I'm eating wings watching a Badger game, and I've had 20 years of watching Badger games, so I know what the rhythm is. I know I can look down, eat a wing, look back up, and the play's about to start. Yeah. I missed the play because I was eating wings because yeah. I wasn't used to the tempo. So my thought on it is it's great, though. I think it's modern football. I think you have to adjust, right? And and there were points it worked. It's just I think Longo is still working out the timing with this personnel group, which is part of it. We talked about new personnel, Mordecai getting used to the Big Ten, right? These receivers getting used to everything. Part of it is Longo adjusting to Wisconsin as well, adjusting to Braylon Allen, adjusting to the Big Ten. This isn't going to work perfectly right away. It's it's not rational to think it would. So in a in a world where we know we can acknowledge it wouldn't be perfect, he put up thirty eight points. Like that's not like come on. Like let's listen. The hype train was out of control. We all realize that we we contributed to we, that. We, we definitely contributed to that. Believe with Regine contributed to that, but in. <laughs> 
this is still a 38, what, 17 win. Like, it's okay. We're fine. Yeah. I, I really do believe that as well. I mean, look, we know that we, we've we've identified all, many times that next week is one of our big games of the season that, you know, I think that you, you would kind of earmarked it as a potential loss. I also did the same thing. Next week's a big game, right? I mean, Buffalo, had we had we lost today, it would have been a catastrophe. And but next week, it absolutely could be a game that we lose. I mean, this is a game when the schedule came out that we were we were concerned with. So we it's 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 you we have to put up right. We've got we're gonna have to bring our A game to go into a Pac-12 slash X Pac-12 team stadium and get it done. It's not going to be easy. They've got a they've got a very experienced quarterback. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's time to really turn it on now because if we're going to go two and zero, we can't play like we did today. Um, this listen, I'll, I'll finish on this comment here. This is from Bite Me. There's a couple of comments with the pass rush. Uh, no pass rush, no rush defense. I want to focus on the pass rush. Mm. Listen, I this it was what I thought it would be. Honestly, like this is kind of people struggling to beat blocks. Now, now listen to be fair. Buffalo had a lot of really quick throws. You're not going to get to the quarterback in one and a half seconds, which is where Buffalo was getting out rid of the ball. But there were also plays where there was time, right? And I think we struggled to defeat blocks, which means you have to scheme pressure. And when you have to scheme pressure, that's hard to do against better teams that are also going to scheme against your pressure packages. So we, me, there, was a point where, there, there was a point where we did that once really well. We, we, we obviously brought the house splits and we played press coverage and Alexander Smith, I think got thrown to, and you know, it was a, couple yard gain. I mean, we can do it. And I thought when we did it, we did it. Okay. But yeah, I think that's more scheme. That's the, the, the team we're playing. It is a concern. It's going to have to happen. There's no doubt about it. And I'm hoping that, look, I'm waiting for a star to emerge right from, from the outside linebacking group, from the lineman group, there, there will be someone that comes out and is surprising us. And we're like, yeah, all of a sudden Rodas Johnson's just going to be, you know, a world beater. I mean, someone's going to come out of it. Look what, look what we saw from Ashcraft today. We saw someone, that's gonna that's ready to to take that position and make it his own. And I think we're gonna see someone of the the outside linebacking crew, the D line, that's going to step up because you have to if we're gonna be successful. So I, I have to believe that someone's gonna emerge from that group and 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 take it to the next level. So that's the one spot on here. I think I would push back on. I, I don't think anybody's gonna emerge. I think it's just I don't think there's that guy in the group. Um, like because mm-hmm. here's the thing: you can't magically make something someone into something they aren't right and if you go into the season thinking there's not a great pass rusher in that front seven just hoping somebody emerges i don't think is is a viable strategy so we talked about varner as someone who can who can really emerge right i mean it's true and i I think there's there's flashes there like again that the i think it should be better against the run than we saw today that was weird to me Mm -hmm. i i you know, with the upperclassmen on the defensive line, the inside linebackers. Listen, Muma, for all that, and I'm not here to try to be right or wrong on Muma. I want Muma to be a freaking star because it makes the Badgers defense better. He was pretty invisible today. Like, Muma needs to be yeah. a difference maker. Yeah. Maybe he finished with two tackles, one solo tackle, no tackles for loss, no sacks, no. Like, if that's the Muma game you're going to get, like, that's that's not a good sign for your linebacker group. It's not the it's not the movement we're going to see again. I think yeah, there were a lot of people that were quiet today, and that that can't happen again. There's no doubt about that. And I think that, but you know, I mean, overall, look, I'm not I'm not giving this team a great grade on game one, but I'm giving them a W, and that's really what matters, right? Let's give them the W. They got the W, 38-17 win against the team that we absolutely were better than. You know, yes, first half was a little tight. Second half, I mean, we we definitely we we blew it open thanks to the running game. So. 
Let's see how what adjustments are made. A lot of questions that we have right now are going to be answered against Washington State because we're not playing a cupcake team. We're playing a very good team. So we will we will know in one week from today where this team is and if we're going to be on a trajectory of potential real success or as some people have thought today looking at this game like, oh, well, maybe we're an 8-4 and four team. And I did say the difference between 12-0 and 8-4 and four is razor thin and turnovers have a huge part of it. And we saw two today. You can't do that against those better teams. So yeah, our, we are we're still in a balanced situation where we have to either go up or we could go we could go down. Yeah, uh, Cornplanter wants to know if you're in sales for Shaver. <laughs> I'm in operational management. No, <laughs> I love it. Um, Dan Stewart says they get to be some positives, a lot to work on, just like any other team out there. That's a great yeah. point, man. Like a lot of teams are coming out of Week One saying, "Okay, we got work to do," because that's yeah. what Ohio State's doing the same thing as a fan base we're doing right now saying that was all we did against Indiana. Like it's don't, don't judge a team by week one, I think is a very fair thing to say. And, and what's really nice is that it's, it's really nice to be in this position where we're judging the team, but we had a W right. Versus a week one defeat. And now you're really behind the eight ball and then you're just scrambling. But at least we, we, we did it in a game that, you know, we, we still won and we can make, we can make those improvements from there. So a couple of differing opinions here. Um, and again, we'll come out on this because we're at 48 minutes. I definitely don't want to keep people forever. But Chris Hart says we're acting like a te- this team can and won't improve. That's a great point. The team will get better. However, mm-hmm. uh, Rathino Cabo says a win is a win. That's the song of the truly delusional. So a couple di- just a couple interesting differing yeah. points yeah. there. Uh, Bite Me says we look like a four to five win team at best with Mordecai. People, this is this has got people shook, Rajiv. This game has got people shook. You gotta um, believe, man. You gotta believe. It's week one. It's okay. I mean, I, I, and listen. I respect everyone's yeah. opinions, and I think that's good. And, and we, by the way, the community is so good. We love the disagreements. We love it. It actually, it's, it gives us a lot more fun things to talk about, and, and it's great to see what people's perspectives are. And it's fair. I mean, I, I understand the perspective of being concerned about what we saw today, and, and we were concerned after the spring game. We were concerned after today. I get it. But you know, at the end of the day, th- this team, this team's gonna have to make moves. But it's all about that. It's we've, I've said before, sports is 90% hope. So I still have that hope that next week we're going to come out and we're going to be that much better. And it's going to take time. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're not playing our best ball until the Ohio State game. That's okay. As long as we're winning and we're getting better and we're making improvements. This is a – this is the last thing I'll say here. This is a long-term plan. We're not – Luke Fickle didn't come in here for a one-win season. Like this is about building a culture, building a program – building a brand new offense. We have never seen tempo offense. We've never seen the air raid, the power air raid as they're calling it, whatever it is. So it's going to take time. It's a process. I know people hate to hear that it's a process, but it is. And as long as we're seeing improvements and as long as we're winning, then, Hey, like we're okay. Jason Gilden says, please bring Chris back as a quarterback coach. No, Jason, I, I love you, man. Um, but look at what that Paul Chris did to Graham Mertz. No, do not bring Paul Chris back. Um, all right, let's let's wrap it up there. Rajiv, you and I both agree next week against Washington State uh, shaping up to be a huge game for the Badgers, right? In a game that, like, that's not going to be a cakewalk. That's a, that's a game the Badgers will have to lay better in. Uh, Rajiv, coming to us from Japan, really appreciate my you, my friend. Everybody in the chat, really appreciate you guys. Listen, the Badgers are 1-0. And to Rajiv's point, that is the most important part. They got to get better from here. But 1-0, a lot of good things in this game, too, um, that we can build off of. So, Rajiv, on Wisconsin, want to know the season is underway. We are finally here. We got to watch our team, and then we and it's one week away until the next game. So yeah, go Badgers. Let's go on Wisconsin. Thank you guys so so much. 
uh, and we'll talk tomorrow.